Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Films in the hot sun, Alien v Predator. Who won? Batman v Superman. Who won? And the Antim having hot fun. We brought some more because we're not done. We brought some more because we're. Play the theme tune. Alright. <laughs> Welcome back to the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show. We're here for another week. Now, the eagle-eared of you might have noticed that we didn't put out an episode last week. Why didn't we put out an episode last time, Tim? Because we couldn't. Why was that? Didn't have one. Ah. Can't put nothing out. Got to put something out. And we didn't. Because? Because we were bloody busy. We took a summer holiday. We took a summer holiday. We took a summer holiday. Because, because you know, the thing is... In this, what happens in the summer, Andy? No movies. No movies. Because everyone's on holiday. They don't put out any movies. The Edinburgh Movies Festival, yeah. and that's when they, they say, okay, that's all the movies done yeah. this, for this bit. They take a big break at the end, and they say, hold off on the movies until we've got a couple more weeks to make some more for you. Once they've worked out all of the yeah. reviews. They call it a winter blockbuster for a reason. But we were lucky. We took that time to uh, do some stuff, work on our own individual projects. Well, yeah, I suppose, in um, a way. Yeah, he's, well, I don't know what you've done because we haven't really sp- we haven't spoken since the last recording. Okay, um, and actually, you weren't even you weren't even here for the last episode. Oh, I was I, had, I, uh, I was tending to my allotment, Tim. That's right. Um, New I hobbies. A, mm-hmm, I had Andy Price on. Uh, Any he good? Was telling me, uh, yeah, uh, he was telling me about his uh, movie. Yeah, and that was quite fun. So I've missed you, mate. It's been a while. It has been. Let's never leave it so long again, or I will kill myself. Okay. Um, I'll just say what I've been doing, and it does play into actually what our normal first feature is, which of course, as the you know, the theme tune. Is, oh, no, no, um, that's, is that no? After that, what's what? What has happened? Um, I say um, plug, plug into come, the podcast, yeah, and then and that's the feature. first feature. So you're gonna say plug into the podcast no, as well, no, or no, 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 no. Marvel news is what you normally do. Okay, fine. and uh, and so I thought I'd just get myself all stocked up like a little squirrel with nuts in his cheeks. Just get myself all ready for the winter months with the nutty movies in my cheeks. Um, get some all this nice stuff. And so I went to Marvel HQ. What? They invited me. They heard about Shut all the... up. No, I'll keep going. Uh, oh, they asked me about... Because they heard all my good work I'd done on Marvel News. Hold my phone. Okay. What do I need me to... No, the phone. Okay. Oh, no. I'll keep going. Um, and I... They were like, oh, you've done all the great news on Marvel, uh, all, the, all the great work on Marvel News, Tim. Given all the news, told other people, all the exclusives that we've handed to you specifically. 
why not come along and look at the HQ and that stands for high quality high quality the Marvel high quality <laughs> building where all the high quality movies is made uh huh and I went along I got a good look but I can't tell you what it is because it's all secret and behind doors and walls and closed ones but Tim let me stop you right there was that not the whole point no it's stocked up ready for future episodes so I don't have to do any research for the next couple of months can I just spunk it all out now it's not Bumper Marvel News episode, Tim. That's what they want. This okay, is a... Okay, hold on. Away for so All right, long. I'll tease give some. Me, I'll tease a bit now. Give me something. For this for this episode. Just give me something. So there is a rumour. Go on. That the next one they're doing... Go on. Do you know what their trademark is? Which is... Movies. They do movies. Yeah. And they will be releasing another movie... Shut up. ...made by them that is about hold a Marvel phone. person. Now hold my phone. Yep, and then there. shut up again. <laughs> They're making another movie. The movie. Oh. And actually, a couple. No. Guess who's in it? Um, superhero. Batman. Oh. No. But you're close because he is one, but it is a superhero. Okay. And guess what he's doing? Saving the world. Saving the world. Yes. Now, I shouldn't have said that because <laughs> they did tell me and it wasn't exclusive. Yeah. And also, it will be starring a white man. But I can't say any more than that, Andy. That's that's what they told me in confidence. Can I can I make some predictions? Is that allowed? You don't yeah, have to get okay. filmed tonight. We'll just talk it out. Um, I predict that the inciting incident Uh-oh. in this first movie oh, is that a guy comes along and he's not a very good guy and he does oh. something that puts the world in jeopardy. Now, I haven't told Andy any of the information, but I just want to say I am giving him big winks right now <laughs> Yeah, and playing a little bit of under-the-table yeah. footsie yeah. to say, this is good, and what you're doing? His bollocks. That's Marvel news. So what have you been doing, Andy? Oh, my wife left me. <laughs> Genevieve? She, yep, she's left me. Uh... I thought you'd notice me sleeping on your sofa, to be honest with you. You have been away, though, I guess. I've been at Marvel. I've stayed there for, like, a month. I I crawled through the cat flap. Yeah, why? So what's happened? I got stuck. It's called the fire brigade. Yeah. Oh, that's why there's no door? That's why there's no door. Right. Yeah. And no cat. And why my key didn't work? Because there wasn't a door to put it in. And because the door ran away. So how are you coping? Badly. Ah. That's why that's, I started an allotment. That's why the pool of sick was next Only to the, the severely depressed start an allotment. allotment. Otherwise... Oh, it happened then? Happy people. Oh, that's why you weren't here for the episode. Shop you were at doing... Tesco's. Okay, that's interesting. I just couldn't muster the energy to go down to the it. shops. So I had to start planting my own fruit and vegetables. Oh, okay. Oh, and you brought some with you, haven't you? Yeah. What, what's what's plums, this one here? These two plums, plums, plums. represent my severed testicles. That's and this That's good because people actually... marrow oh. represents... Who's, who's the guest who got this week? I don't fucking know. I don't care. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. 
We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome back to the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show. We're here with our guest this week, Laura Lex. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. Good. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Um, well, it's a very exciting time. Obviously, this is uh, leading up to awards season, so we're going to be you know, looking forward to Oscars coming Ooh. up in January. So, yeah, I mean, what's uh, is this a deliberate kind of uh, you know, grab at the little gold man? It wasn't intended to be. I think I was just okay, the right... Okay, coached to say that? <laughs> yeah, did I do it well? Um, no, it was... I think I was just the right British accent in the right place ah, for the film. Good, and good. I was delighted to be asked, yes. and I'll be really happy when I so win. So you are the only... Oh, well, interesting, when you win, okay. But so uh, there's a quiet confidence there, <laughs> overtly and arrogantly. So the... Um, you said the only British accent, is that true, in the film? Yeah, so it was okay. an entirely uh, American cast, right. um, but not catering unit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was uh, the token Brit. It's about time that they had some Brits over there. Especially I think. token yeah. ones as well, because uh, sometimes they put three in at the same time. Yeah, oh, it just well, I think meaning. the part came down it. to either me or James Corden, and they <laughs> thankfully picked me. Which was great. That's it was a lovely time. And, uh, was it the same when they did put out the casting call? Was it the same casting call that both you and James went up for? Yeah, my agent is ambitious on what he puts me up for. But I was, you know, I'm up for anything and I, I'm a method performer. Yeah, because so. the character is called James Corden. Yeah. So I wondered <laughs> if that was how much that parallel was with the real life James Corden and... So I was playing the role of James Corden. The real one that we know and love. Well, yes. That we know. Yes. Um, his people were not thrilled with That's this. Um, was there any under the table dealings in order for you to get this instead of Jimmy? I plead the fifth. Uh, see, okay. hanging out with okay. Americans. Okay. Oh. Um, no, like James and I had a pint last week, and he talked at length about how unhappy he was. <laughs> with my decision to plough ahead with the film. But at the end of the day, I sat him down and said, you know, you'd have done the same thing mm. in 
like position because we, it's about him so he would definitely have he would have yeah and he agreed yeah, yeah. he would have played the role if they'd offered it to him sure. but i think he's seen some of the rushes and he's happy that i did justice to him i think so did you did you spend um a lot of time with him to kind of bring on the character uh to kind of get into the james Corden yeah, and did that seemed like it was insensitive because he obviously was the other person up for the role yeah no i didn't do that uh what i did do was i uh uh, I talked to Eddie Redmayne quite a lot about how he'd got into character for the Stephen Hawking I film. I see. So the method acting was to get to the mind of an actor instead of the character. Yeah, yeah, because I'd very never good. acted before this film. Oh, of course, <laughs> because yeah, another reason weird. James was furious. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the rule, isn't it, with American movies, that if they're going to have a token Brit, they can't have acted before. It's always got to be introduced. They want to yes. yeah. have that cachet of, like, oh, we've yeah. discovered this person. Unless yeah. it's Emily Blunt. Right, She's okay. allowed to be in more than okay. one now. That's um, interesting. And was that why James Corden wasn't allowed to play himself in the movie? Is because he's been in other he's movies. He's been in other movies. I think what he's it on was American television. Is that actually James Corden on camera doesn't look like James Corden as you know him. So it wouldn't. Mm. It, it's, it's weird. You know, like when James, so, Charlie Chaplin came second in a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. It's very yes. similar with James Corden on camera. Where did he place? In the Charlie Chaplin Ch- <laughs> Yeah. Fifth or sixth, I think. Uh, he's very good at that, yeah. but he's dog blonde, shit at playing blonde, James yeah, Gordon. Yeah, wrong hair. Yeah. Mm. Well, you can't tell. It's black and white, isn't it? Well, I actually so have a red bob, but when I'm in character as James, you can't even see it. So what does he look like? Because obviously we've only ever seen him on camera. Yeah. So what does he look like off camera? That's, that's so he's so... about five foot. He's got quite like a round feminine face. He's got massive tits. Um... And he sounds a bit like he grew up in the West Country. That's well, now if you could no. explain for the listener how well, you no, look no, no, like, yeah, yeah, and you can how yourself, yeah, and then maybe you can see how much work you went see. into. into yeah, so I mean, James I had Paul. to work quite hard. I'm five foot one. I've got half a bob, but I've got an undercut Ooh. on the other side right. of my head. It's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, quite tough. It was. And how did you lose an inch? Where did you grow up? Well, Taunton in Somerset. Yeah, mm, but, okay, so nearly the West Country. Yeah, yeah. How how did you lose the inch? Sorry, yeah, lose the inch for filming. Um, the, five foot, the five foot one inch. Yeah. Negator shoes. They oh. actually had to dig an inch hole along everywhere remember, I remember, was walking. You remember Negator from that children's cartoon, Andy? No, I don't watch Filling children's, in the children's cartoon. Okay, fine. Yeah. I only watch uh, The Late Late Show with James Corden. As a child. You guys know it? As a child. <laughs> it's pretty, I mean, I, tr- I travel through time on a regular basis. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's not get into that. I started this podcast five years from now. Ooh. <laughs> so. I'm so pleased to be your first guest. Um, so James Corden's real life wife plays the wife in the film. And that's because she is American and because uh-huh. she's not been in a film before. So that's fine. And she um, looks incredibly like... Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which was, I was delighted with. Personally. And where did he place in the Charlie Chaplin competition? He was first, he, Well, he? he did well because he obviously was Chaplin. Yeah, the they film, gave him so. the film, yeah. so... Yeah, I mean, we got on like a house on fire. In many right. ways, she got quite drunk a few times and said she was she was married to me instead uh, of James, and he was there, which was, was that awkward. The script or was that? No, that was like on some of the. We had a few sleepovers at mine. Um, Method which, sleepovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I've never, you know. Anyway, I've signed a non-disclosure about that. But she was great. She was very warm. She was very welcoming. She cried a lot. She makes a lovely casserole. She was really fun to hang out with. And we're not allowed to see each other again. But if we were, I think we'd be quite good friends. Oh. 
can I just pick up on one thing you just said about the sleepover? Mm. You mentioned she makes a good casserole. Yeah. Which, so I guess my question is, you didn't get the craft services to supply the food for the sleepover. Oh, interesting. No. We tried to keep know, it on, on the, the down like low. That, so you could have done. Yeah, we didn't methods. want the rest of the crew to know how tight we were getting because there's right. a lot of politics on yeah, set. Yeah, like, James and... Yeah, sure. and obviously I was already the outsider for being the only Brit that mm. was there and um so they loved the fact that i was the only brit and there was lots of pranking um like uh, yeah like halfway through it was just as brexit happened so they made me sign a thing saying i was earning exactly half what i was earning before brexit because oh, they were like oh right. your money's worth That's nothing um, and like they'd tell me we were filming in really remote places and then i'd get there and there we were filming there yeah, nothing was man. happening so they loved me um where and, did they send you oh like uh poland oh. For one day, <laughs> and they were like, "We'll reimburse you uh, for the flights," no, and then it. they I don't. And where was it being shot? Uh, Nevada. Oh, of course, that is quite a distance. Yeah. Not Poland. No, <laughs> no. What a, what a joke. Yeah. No, my agent was angry, but I, you know, I think that's how they show you that they like you. Yeah, I mean, did, were you reimbursed for the flights or? No, not in the end because uh, we were for all we <laughs> so sure, they were like, it's not Did a they flight. fly you first class at least though? Well, I bought my own tickets. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Why would you place yourself as a second-class citizen? That's what I've... Well, you're leading the film, so you yeah. assume... I, what would James do? WWJG. James would... <laughs> James would go first class. Yeah. So would James Woods. Ah, James yes, Woods. James now, Woods James Woods is uh, plays your son in the film. He does, yeah. He puts in a rousing performance as yeah. the eight-year-old. I was roused. Um, well, because I didn't... Corden. I didn't know when they first... Um, cast him I didn't realise that on top of playing James I'd be playing James's wife's vagina for the birth scene so having that scene with James Woods crawling out out of there and the special effects have to do like everything that looks like embryonic fluid in that that's apple juice so it wasn't prosthetics no 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 we were just we were just chucking food at stuff for like days it was incredible actually (laughs) it's a long scene (laughs) didn't make the final edit none of it Oh, a bit of it. So no. It was cut out of the it film. It was cut out of the film okay. like that baby was cut from me. It was difficult. Ooh. But I think worth it for a like a you know, like when you're bonding, like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, ex- exactly. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> and were you bonded by all the slung about food? Yeah, yeah and with, uh, cable time. With Woodsy still, are you still good friends with him, tight with him? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He has got the trial date coming up for the rap party uh, and then we will be we're hoping to go away somewhere and like do a little cast reunion okay nice but without James of course uh, Corden yeah who was the director on this movie Charlotte Church ah Mm. So they were. She was the token Welsh director. Yeah, well, it's called Champagne Socialist. She's been trying to really make a name for herself since. Mm. Um, uh, so the film's called Champagne Socialist, and she wants yeah. to have a different name. Yeah, yeah. What name does she want? Charlie Church. Charlie Church. Now, where does she place in the Charlie Chaplin look contest? <laughs> well, from the back. Sound alike. Pretty very high. Mm. From the back. High, yeah. Okay. She, the back of her head mm. is a spit for Charlie Chaplin's What's back of head. No. No? It no. appears to shaved. It's like I mean. a magic eye thing in the bob. It's incredible. Just a random patch of black hair. Yeah. And if you sort of vague your eyes out a bit, it really looks she like looks Charlie like she's Chaplin. She's wearing a bowler hat as well. Yeah. Remarkable. Yeah. And she does use a cane now, as I understand. Yes. It's for too beating many, her husband away. Too, oh, I thought it was too many late nights. But Not you know, since she's had the kids, mate. Oh. No, that is slander, probably. We, probably. We will cut that. It's, too many. it's what she's known for. 
That is um, what happens if you have too many late nights, yeah, kids. Which husband was she trying to beat away? Uh, all one, of was them. It? Was it the Welsh one? She had a Welsh one, an Englishman, an Irish one. No, they they walked into a bar. <laughs> yeah. She got a stick. Now there's a exclusion zone around her. Oh, okay. Uh, but she was a great director to work yes. with. You know, she had such a vision for mm. this. What she wanted was for the Labour Party to win back at least 15 more seats in the next general election. She thought the film was the best way to do that. Mm. Um, okay, and so it was a political statement from her. And how did that come across in the film? Though? What sort of role does the character of James Corden play in that? Well, he's playing scenario. Maggie Thatcher's aide. In the sort of coal era. Thatcher. So it's you as James Corden as Maggie Thatcher's age. Yeah. During the coal. So is it like a revisionist history piece where it's like, what would have happened? As you said, what would James do if he'd been Maggie Thatcher's age? It's aide? more like they felt like in that time, it was such a desolate time for a lot of working class families. They sort of felt like this character must have existed somewhere in the mechanisms. Yes. Um, and well, it was... James Corden does a sort of social archetype, you might say. Yeah. That just crops up yeah. every, every now and again in, you know, just the zeitgeist yeah. of the world. Yeah. You know, such an essential part of our culture. Yeah. Think, how can there only have ever been one James Corden? There yeah. must have been hundreds, if like not the, more. Like, like um, the, the, the bone clocks. I don't know if you've read that. David Mitchell, this idea of reincarnations of people. James has always been Clan there. Atlas. He's always been a huge comfort for as a film for people it's a different one but it is the same uh, author author yeah impressed um, 10 points is that the same premise no has he written the same book twice no very different books and, and the bone he... clocks lent itself to being a film way more than Cloud Atlas mm. did but Cloud Atlas is uh, the yes, one I made but a film in Cloud Atlas you did get to see Hugh Grant as a Chinese person so you didn't know. watch it just read the book oh, 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 how, how does he find so much time to write books who? With all the panel shows. Different guy, mate. What? What? No. Yeah. In the way that there's more than one James Corden. Right. Well, there's more than uh, yeah. There's you know David Mitchell's in the well. There's more than one James Bond. Yeah. So someone else plays David Mitchell in the panel Panel shows. shows. So the real David Mitchell gets to sit around writing books all day, and then he Uh, just takes all the credit from all of it. Yeah. I mean, we're on the fringes of the entertainment industry, so we don't really understand these nuances. But I mean, there's a lot going on. It's busy. People playing other people. Everyone playing Charlie Chaplin. (laughs) Sounds like a riot. Maybe we should talk a bit about the premise of this movie. Where did the story come from? Well, it's all churchy, was it? Yeah, I think she got brought in. um, So the story, I think, is in a old Welsh folktale that they wanted to kind of bring a bit more grit to and a bit of realism, which is why they did most of it naturalistic. Obviously, there's the musical numbers, I think, was their sure. way of trying to bring the, the Nearly reality. Nearly 95, but then you add in the, mm. the music. But Moulin Rouge, yeah. Just for that explosion of your senses, which was yeah. really characterised the 80s for a lot of people, I think. I mean, explosion of James Corden is, is well known for his voice. He's a great singer. He does carpool karaoke, so uh, mm. it's no what, surprise. That's one of Emmy recently. <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about that? Well, I think. Did you accept it? I was quite. Because uh, just to clarify, so since the film came out, you have been playing James Corden in real life as well. Yes. You've been hosting the Late yeah. Late Show. You've been hosting Carpool Karaoke. Yeah. You've been. Uh, 
surreptitiously, you know, with the family. Yeah. Um, I think, though, because in the film they made the decision to make James mute, that has impacted his career with me playing him since I left the set. So for him, it's been quite a culture shock because he's now trying to coast carpool karaoke and he's essentially playing the role of a silent taxi driver with a, an awkward guest in the passenger seat. So I think... Well, but again, that is you now. Yeah, realistically, I have trashed this man's career. Yeah. But from my perspective, I've never been flying higher oh, of course. as a comedian. It's a, it's a, it's a rod of a lifetime. Literally, yeah. your lifetime is yeah. now James and Corden. And the car no, is rolling. his lifetime. Sure. You well, it depends who's older, who would die first, I guess. Yeah. Who is older? Um, him, probably. He will die okay. first. He then. would die yeah. first, so a rod of his lifetime... When he dies, will you continue playing the role of James Corden? No, then I will move on to the next. Well, that seems oh, like the appropriate time to stop. Yeah, I yeah. Think. will you at least do the eulogy? Yeah, would you appear at his funeral as him uh, in the casket? <laughs> I think yeah. that's disrespectful. Cremation and, re- cremation and burial yeah. at the same time. That's no, fair. I feel like that's too far. Like taking over a man's life and driving it firmly into the toilet that's one based thing. on him just being the first name that came into your head is one thing climbing into the casket of a recently deceased national treasure something other comics would do to describe James Corden no not this country but another nation's treasure oh he's their national treasure Poland in that he's like the film national treasure absolute dog shit hey mate let's not fall out of this point of the podcast there is nothing wrong with national treasure the film I played the treasure in that film so I'm going to pose a scenario for you. Uh, what if, as a result of you taking James Corden's life over and his career going into the toilet, what if that led him to take his own life? How would you feel about having your role cut short? What do you mean, take it back from me? No, he'd kill himself. But he'd have to kill me because I'm him. Oh, God. Right. But, now, like you said, when he dies... if that is legal or not. Yeah, him Maybe for him just, to commit suicide now, he's both got to of kill you me. To Switzerland, and oh. it would euthanize himself, which is legal. But well, it's I'm you. probably not going to agree to do that. Well, I'm quite happy being alive. Terminally ill? Or? I'm not. No, okay, not yet. Okay. Fine. I mean, technically, I am in the grand scheme of things. Where I've probably sure, got we all are. 50, yeah, 60 yeah, yeah. years. Fingers crossed. But longer than Corden. Maybe, but he's got he's got a pretty good diet these days. We're living in America. He's working out. He's keeping healthy. Okay. It's not well, showing, but I mean, yeah. It's, well, we would, would we know? We haven't seen the real James Corden, as we said, for years now. No, he's a uh, shell of a man. He is, like, so hanging really... out with Richard Simmons in a mansion somewhere. Oh, did you listen to the podcast? I listened to about seen... half of it, and then I felt like it was a very voyeuristic, it unpleasant experience digging bleak. into a man's life, and I should yeah. stop listening to it. Yeah. Well, maybe we should do one about James Corden. We should. Missing. But, but don't, everyone's gonna because be like, I don't want to call attention to the fact that my career well, is on fire and I'm not yeah, actually so here. Yeah, so not everyone is aware that you are him and we no. don't want to call attention to the fact that he is missing because then they'll say, well, who's been James Corden all this time? Yeah. But maybe it'd be good publicity for the film. Yeah, yeah, if they ever finish editing it, yeah. Is it oh, hard okay. putting on all the prosthetics every day? This isn't prosthetics. Oh. I am that method. I just willed myself to look like him. And it happens. And now I do, yeah. I mean, you do. Uh-huh. You absolutely do. Yeah, mm. thanks, guys. So that's not bleached blonde. That's just... This is still uh, red. It's just I'm so oh, good at acting like James Corden. That you think it's blonde. That's remarkable. Good Lord. Give me the, that Oscar, guys. What about the genitals? The genitals? Mm-hmm. However big you want them to be. Oh, oh just again, you just, all you in just your dive mind. into average our minds. Size. Yeah. Please. Average size. Uh, please. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure if I can that's take what my husband No, not your genitals, Andy. 
I mean, the answer would be very different if we were talking about that. Right, but that, that would still be an improvement, wouldn't it? Well, so what did you yeah. guys think of the film? I mean, you got sent... We got the... screener. Yeah, what did we you got think? Screener. Um, so didn't drop it in well, the Well, I got I only got the second disc, so I only got the deleted scenes and the bloopers. So I haven't seen the actual film. I just seen what wasn't in it. Right, there were a lot mm. of those. Yes. <laughs> so I did see the James Woods out of your fanny scene. Yes. Where you played his wife. Meryl drinking. Yeah. It was it was quite remarkable that you were able to remain mute during the birth scene. Yep. That's that's quite a rare thing. Did you ever worry that that would uh, maybe be, be a little bit of a stretch for the audience that would expect? It was a bit of a stretch for me, mate. Oh, I was squeezing James God. Woods out. He is um, big. No. He's Do you know what I He's actually did? I went and lived with some Scientologists for a couple of months. Famous ones. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Ooh. not. Um, and um, uh, they taught me how to do silent births. It's quite big in Scientology. Right, course, Don't make yes, any noise during birth. Noise, that's true. Mm. Okay. And how are your thetan levels looking now? My th- thetan levels. Pretty standard. Yes. Okay. That's good. For so a hero. To... <laughs> Great. Now, one of the things I did enjoy on the second disc that I was received. Now, Andy, you got the normal disc. You've seen the film. Yes. Uh, I haven't, but I did see there's a commentary track. Um, now, I want to play a little clip of that commentary track now, where you talk about. Uh, that deleted scene where you were playing uh, James Corden's wife's fanny. Uh, so you want to just play that now and we'll just yeah, uh, listen to yeah, that? Let's okay, do great. Obviously, the stubble rash isn't great in this shot here. I did ask my agent to have this bit removed, but I think from a feminist perspective, it's really important that you guys see this and see the reality of what we go through. That's the bit there where James <laughs> James got my clit stuck up his nose and he just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, that was so That's... funny to film. All of the doctors, of course, are real in this scene as well. Um, but they hadn't been told no, that it they was hadn't just been for told. a film. They didn't know what the cameras were doing there. We had to film it sort of, uh, you know, kind of ad hoc. But it was a, a great laugh for all involved. Great clip there. That's a... Uh... That was, of course, you and uh, the assistant director, yeah. um, Paul Thomas Anderson. No. <laughs> it's amazing that, that Charlotte Church was able to get an assistant director so um, renowned. People are queuing Oscar-winning. up to work with Churchy. Mm. Yeah, even Paul P.T. Anderson. Yeah. PTO, Do you know um, her, uh, her pen name that she does most of her producing under? Paul Fage. Ah. Oh. Oh. Now that's interesting. So, okay, interest, that is interesting. <laughs> Tell me why it's interesting. That's <laughs> not interesting for anyone except us. We watched Spy last night, that's why. What were we talking about? Wait, that's, so you're saying Charlotte, Thomas Anderson, that's, her, yeah. that's her pen name? Yeah, so this is P. just the first thing that she's agreed to do as... Charlotte! Oh, so this is why all of Paul Feig's films are seen as, like, these feminist masterpieces. Yeah, Charlotte Church. Because Charlie Church. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. But now, Voice of an Angel, Breaking Free, this was her swan song. No, that means saying goodbye. (laughs) 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 Debut. That's the other one. Yes. And uh, she is... She is delighted that it's had the reception. Obviously, the Ferrari, the sort of trial, and, um... I mean... Yeah, there's a lot of governmental problems with getting some of the footage back out of Myanmar. But once we've cleared that and the film is set for release, Mm. 
I think this is going to change lives. This is going to be like Thelma and Louise for a modern feminist. Oh, interesting. What, what is the current release date? What are we looking at? We're currently hoping that all the red tape will be cleared by 2027. Ah, so ready ah. for the Oscars in, of that year? Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Would you Good. like us to hold this episode back for a few years? Yeah, we can hold on to this. What year? Because currently out. it's 2035. That's right. With your time travel... Go on. Well, according to Andy, it is, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if we could nip back and re-release this pre and then put it out post, All right, I can't that. guarantee yeah. I won't get the controls mixed up because I did make the machine myself and I am not a scientist. No. Right. I'm a movie critic. In which case, just bung it out now because I'd hate to waste all this gold. Okay, that's fair. 2035 that is it fair. is. Done. Yeah. Okay, great. So, Charlotte Church. <laughs> Charlotte Voice Church. of an angel, director ah. of... Of women. Okay. In yeah. most cases. Yeah. Yeah. Bridesmaids. Ghostbusters. Spy. Spy. Oh, you really put the emphasis on different words to everybody else, don't you? Bridesmaids. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Spy. Spy. Sang <laughs> <laughs> geeks. Um, yeah, what's, uh, so how has he managed to, now I wonder if you've sort of taken some of his uh, pretending to be a mate, of her pretending to be a, a male in the public eye skills on board for your own James Corden lifelong impression. Do you know, I think gender's very fluid, especially Which mine fluid? when I'm being paid be to be a different in. one. <laughs> if you aren't taking this seriously, I, I've got a lot no, of other interviews I need to be at today. No, you know, I'm you? taking it seriously. I'll do the no. interview. Oh, no, I'm taking Fluid seriously. jokes when I've just bared my soul doing a birth scene for you guys. I... <laughs> I mean, what publication are we even recording this for? This is not, uh, this is our podcast. Time our magazine. That makes more sense, doesn't it? I mean, so what is that woman we over there typing online, everything sure. that we're saying out for? That's then? my That's for the blog. Yeah, and she's just taking the minutes for yeah. the blog. And his right. name is Craig. It's <laughs> <laughs> my assistant, Craig. Uh, no, okay. don't stop, Craig. Write all that down as well, because this is all interesting. Okay. Stop doing the illustrations, because I find them offensive. He's just um, practicing his making little pictures. He's a creative soul. Yeah. It's, it's impressive that he's doing that at the same time as typing all of the all of the yeah. speech down. But you yeah. know, he's a talented guy. He is. He's a hard worker. I like that we're actually looking over there. <laughs> That's where he's. Craig. Mm. <laughs> well, we're not going to be looking at Meryl over there. That would be Meryl. Um, we have to start talking. Mm. Um, she's been in movies. Can I have another bit of water, Meryl? It's not a job, is it? It's no, not she a job. empties the bins. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Any other questions? Uh, yes, so, um, the inciting incident. <laughs> yes, now this is a minefield. I can answer some of your questions. Gotcha. I cannot answer all of them. Okay. Let me see what I can do. I've got several. Okay. First one, um, what does inciting incident mean? So, legally, I am allowed to tell you <laughs> it was a seasonal issue involving the death of nothing with four legs and everybody that is going to be charged has been charged. And Good. what did you do with the bodies? Mm. I cannot confirm that there were multiple bodies. Uh, and personally, I did nothing with any of them. What? Hence me not having been charged. What did Charlotte yeah. Church do with the one body? I cannot talk about that. <laughs> what did Charlotte Church do during her 
downtime from the movie. I'll tell you what Paul Feige did with his downtime Good. from the movie. Good, okay. Please do. So, I don't know if you've ever driven a 4x4 with the big grills at the front, but sometimes sure. you are I have just... Sure. Andy has, he loves it. Pow, 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 we had to do a scene, we had to hit some key points in the scene, we didn't have a lot of time, budget was running low. Pull, 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 there's blood all over the windscreen. Mm, anyway, yeah. um, the children were not happy seeing it, it was a family pet, we just needed to get it off the 4x4. Obviously, in that state, we were not supposed to have been driving whilst on heroin but the scene before had been one all out of it chasing the dragon um and so we needed to get this one done within the time constraints and i think if the alarm hadn't gone off for several hours we'd have got away with it I miss but i wasn't there some would call that the climax rather than the inciting incident what would you say to that? Sorry, Andy sometimes mispronounces it as the exciting incident, and he... <laughs> <laughs> that, which would be the climax, but he means the incident which, you know, uh, in the movie kicks off the action, the election of Thatcher, for example, or something like that. Yeah, well, the thing with this movie is that because of budget constraints, a lot of the stuff that was happening that was meant to be... Um, as they call it in the trade, off-camera, ended up having to be oh, stuff Please that don't use jargon. We were really... It's very confusing for <laughs> Sorry. us. Sorry. It's because I'm a movie star now. Yeah. Um, so a lot of stuff that was just happening that the cameramen were leaving on so that they would be covered legally if it came out in the papers, things yes. like the producers coming down and physically beating extras mm-hmm. and stuff, um, that ended up having to be used in the film okay. because we'd run over time so much oh, it's not so you great just cobbled it together and yeah. made it did it yeah. become a sort of metatextual piece about the idea a sort of adaptation of like you know the film adaptation I think if you as a critic are happy to call it that so we can that would be great you're looking for a quote a poster quote yeah. from this podcast yeah. do you want to try and work something up for that yeah okay so, well first if what we do is uh, before we get to that if we can just recap for the listeners the uh, the, the premise of the movie the brief plot line um, we'll take it in turns should we all take it in turns to say a word each for the for the quote no like a, a, a thing that happens okay great yeah um, James Woods is born yeah sure uh James Corden becomes Maggie Thatcher's aide. We have to stop mining for semi-skimmed milk. Um, <laughs> cereal remains dry forever. Of course. Um, cereal, the podcast, is released. Mm. Uh, and James Corden thinks, oh, I should do entertainment. Yep. James Woods climbs back into James Corden's wife. <laughs> And she remains silent the whole time. Because of Scientology. Yeah. Uh, and she's British. Which is the only reason James Corden is famous. <laughs> and then really, was it after that, Major, Blair, Brown, Cameron, May? Mm-hmm. And then the family pet dies. Thanks to the grill. Roll credits. Heroin credits. Yeah. Why did you leave that scene in at the end? I didn't... It wasn't bad. my call. Um, I wasn't in the scene, so I knew it wasn't incriminating mm. for ah. my arraignment. But um, because you thought that it added creatively to it, and as long as you weren't going to be in trouble, I just I quite often think reality is much more interesting than um, just lucid dreaming. 
And so the fact that that scene actually happened and like, because obviously after that happened, we all woke up desperately wishing it hadn't. Yes. Um, a lot of people had head injuries and couldn't remember all of it. Those mm. of us that were just kind of a bit shell-shocked, but okay, were like, oh. Some of the children please, were dead. Yeah, make there be a way that it's not real. Uh, but it was real. And, that, and so if you've already been through that, why not show it use to it. other people? Yeah, use your pain. Milk it, you know? Mm-hmm. Milk. 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 Not anymore. Ah. Remember? So what's next for James Corden? <laughs> um, let a late show. He, uh, no, Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, good. Taking over from the Bruce English Lee. one, or oh, he's, he's presenting. Yeah, yeah, and playing all the dancers. Is he replacing Bruce Forsyth? Is that? Yes, but the Bruce Forsyth that's now in the that's too dark. Um, <laughs> I'm not not going on with that joke. Um, yeah, yeah, he is. Cool. Why? Well, I think people just <laughs> miss Brucey and Do you think James he's a natural I successor in terms of his physique? Pattern, yeah, I mean, legacy. I think, I don't know if you've seen Bedknobs and Broomsticks, which is a very early uh, role well, for Brucey. Well, you're about to find out if I have. No. I right. Haven't. Well, go back and watch so it. You know. Early Brucey, mm-hmm. Angela Lansbury, everything you've ever wanted. Does he play the the bed, the nopple, nobble, the broomstick? The nopple. <laughs> the nopple. The bed, the nopple, the nipple. He plays the nopple. He plays the nopple, which yep. is uh, the... Sort of witch, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he plays. And um, it's very reminiscent of early Corden. Is it? In that he sort of sort of British male, British male white mainly. It sounds um, like you're describing Charlie Chaplin here. Uh, Bruce Forsyth. Where did Charlie he... Chaplin's twin? Ah, oh, here we go. But you didn't know that. Shut up. Yeah, check and his he... Wikipedia page. Now, did he come in? The Bruce or Charlie's? He did come, and that was why he was disqualified. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> Paul had to leave to wipe himself. It was awful. Oh God. <laughs> Well, um, I think we're coming to the end end of uh, today's interview. Um, yeah, same time tomorrow. This has been great. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got anything to wrap up? With? We've covered pranks on set. We've covered pranks on set. Um, we covered the nopples. What's your sex life like now that you're James Corden? It's mm. great. Better or worse? My husband is a huge fan of Corden, and Corden's wife's a huge fan of my husband. Yes. It's been great. Been really like... great, slippery. Oh, slippery is a word I'd really use, but in a good, like good slippery. Yeah, like flotsam and jetsam and Little Mermaid. Ooh. That yeah. If um Ooh. and if James Corden was here now, which he is. And, yes, but uh, you He'll know, if you're in Hello. character, I want to see you know you really bring out those chops. Yep. Um, <laughs> if he, what do you think he would say about the film? He'd say, "Superb. Couldn't have done it better myself." I'm going to go and sit in this dark room and watch you do my life better in a failing sort of a way Mm, when I was making it a real success. Great. And do you want to put that on the poster? Or you actually just imagine that, so I don't know. I think think that's what he'd say. I think he'd look back at that brilliant, you know, he'd look back at all of Gavin and Stacey and say that was a phenomenal piece of writing. But really a prelude to... But I wish you'd done it. Oh, I see. So you, in a way, he thinks you're a better Corden than he ever was. Yeah, I think he'd look back at Fat Friends and go, yeah, it was great. It was a really, really mm. solid actor. It was a mm. brilliant show to come up in, but it just would have been better 
if you'd have been, what were you, 11 at the time, if you'd been doing it mm. instead mm. of watching it at home with your mum. He's a pale comparison of himself, really. Yeah. I mean, all these things that he's done, as good as they are, just pale in comparison, in comparison. to giving birth to James Woods. A sort yeah. of pale blue to his cordon bleu. I mean, he's got to look at my career and think, am I free on a Monday to do a podcast before a gig 300 miles away from where I live? <laughs> and what would he say? <laughs> we're driving home and he'd be like, no, I'm not free for that. No, because he's busy. Laura is the sort of actress who is free <laughs> yeah. to do that. Let's let her make my life interesting again. It's got too easy being really good at what I do. I need to let her take me down a peg or two. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. James Corden. Thank you. Welcome back. back, this is Listener Questions. questions. Hello. Hello, okay, so now time for Listener Questions, where we ask, no, we ask, no, we read aloud no, and we ask each other, no, we ask them of each other. No, but, we but ask listeners them. to make questions, questions that we, we can then ask. ask. No, <laughs> answer that they've asked. But they can't answer because no, how we would they? No, we answer. Ah, oh, we've been doing so, this wrong So we start off, we say, start off, we say, Please ask us questions. And that's us asking them to ask, them, ask us questions. So I've just done that. And now we get the big bag of post out. Do you want a hand with that? No. All right. There right, we go. Okay. okay. That's still the post bag. And I'll just ruffle through the bag. Mm. Pull out this. Now you read the, the first question from a listener. And who right. is it from? It says, hello, boys. That's the boys. My name is Raymond. 29... G-S-O-H. Good sense of humour. Good. Okay. Yeah. Is that... Well, he must have. He listens to this podcast. Does he... Is he looking for... Sorry. Does he think this is some sort of matching up? Well, what's he said? I mean, I'm I'm on the lookout for someone now, so... Raymond. Yeah, why not? Well, everybody loves Raymond. How could you not? Okay, great. What's he said? What Raymond said? He was like, Andy, will you go on a date with me? Is that what he said? No, of course he fucking doesn't. Uh, what's he said? Well, he's got when, GSOH. Are we funny? When everybody loves you, would you be messaging into would a podcast? Would need to. Would need to. Because everyone's it just like come to throwing you. themselves they come at you. To you. And that's what that show was all about, really. People throwing themselves at It was throwing themselves at Ray Romano Raymond, yeah. just to be like, you know, we love you, fuck us, and... What's your mum doing around all the time? Get rid of her because yeah. she's a buzzkill. And then, uh, and he's got a brother, and he, yeah, and he just sort of watches the door. Probably, he's like, don't come in because they're fucking. Do you think it was a well-written show, though? Is that is that Raymond's question? No, that, that was me asking you. I don't. This is a movies podcast. Ah, what's Raymond asking? He says, "Can you critically analyse the show? Everybody loves Raymond." Okay, no. Good answer. Can you? No. Well, exactly. What are we? Critics? I mean, yes, but of movies, of movies not of TVs, TVs. Which is, that's what everybody knows Raymond was. And this person is Raymond, and he's maybe thinking, oh, uh, if you, I work out the trick, the secret, yeah. then everybody loves, and then it's me, it's him now, yeah. it's Raymond. That's he's got a follow-up knows. question. Okay. He says, on. can you name any movies Raymond Romano was in? Yeah, he's in Funny People, and he was in uh, The Big Sick. There we go. Good. Fucking nailed that. Why? Why do I nail that, Andy? Because you know movies. movies. Next question. Yeah. 
This is from Paul Merton. Not that one. From How do you know it's not that one? Does he uh, say? It says not okay. that one in brackets. Right. And then it says next to it in brackets, or is it? Question mark. Ah. And then at the PS at the bottom, I'll just skip to the end, it says actually, no, it's not. Okay. He is 53. Oh, is that Ooh, a similar right, age? I don't close. know how old actual Merton is. And he, Big Paul, says, I, Andy and Tim, where are you? Right, I see. So this 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 question was meant to come in last episode when there wasn't one. Ah. And so he's thinking that we would have read it out on last week's episode or last episode when there wasn't an episode. So we'd read it out and be like, he'd say, where are you? We wouldn't be there. Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. It would make sense to ask where we are if we're not there. How do you know that we weren't there? Because it wasn't, there wasn't an episode. But presumably he would have had to message him beforehand. I don't know. You have to ask him. I just read it out. I'm just the messenger. Paul, how did you know that we weren't going to do an episode last week? That's the point. We can talk to him because this is a podcast. Yeah. Paul. 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 How did you know that we didn't we, we did an episode last uh, last time, last episode? How, there wasn't one two weeks ago. How did you know about that, Paul? Which? Do you want a chance? <laughs> oh, was that? I thought. Hang on. I thought I heard him. No, is that no, that's that's Graham. Oh, Graham! Graham, can you get Paul for us? Are you with Paul? <laughs> no, nah, he's not no, there. It's not there. No, it's All right, well, I'm, I'm interested. He I probably know thought why. we cancelled the podcast. That's why he's not listening. So that's why, and um, that's why he say, uh, that's why he's not here. "Where are you?" And he just mm. think that we we'll receive it, maybe not read it out, yeah. and then we'll and then we'll yeah. tell him, write him back, or yeah. well, we told him now. We, yeah, we were, we were. Yeah, Marvel HQ. Yeah, which is high quality and yeah broke up with wife any more questions listeners from them yes um this one is from uh tal 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 no tal 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 yeah uh and tal says tim how old's tal 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 68 it says tim yeah yeah what's your favorite movie Oh, uh, right. Now, my favourite actor of all time is... That's not what he asked. Oh, is it he? Yeah. Who How do you, you think that? it was? She. Well, no, he submitted a picture. That's clearly not a woman. Tell, tell, tell. Chest tell, hair. Tell, tell. Um, my favourite actor is, of course, Ray Romano. And why? Because... He's so great. Everybody loves Raymond. So, of course I love him. <laughs> And my favourite movie is one that he's in. And I've already given you two. Mm. So you want to guess which one it is? Which one he in is in? Funny People. Yeah. 